Hi, I'm Abby, and this is We Have Notes, a podcast for the pop culture obsessed and the people who love them. I hope everyone's doing great. Thanks for listening, as always. I have a really fun show today. I'm so excited about my guest, but a few things that I had notes on before we get started. One, a couple things that I wanted to recommend watching. The first, a delightful, what I think is going to become a modern classic of a family holiday film, 8-Bit Christmas, with Neil Patrick Harris and June Diane Raphael, who we know I'm obsessed with for many reasons, Um, not the least of which is her podcast, The Deep Dive with Jessica St. Clair. I just had a meeting, uh, an appointment, a meeting. (laughs) It was like a meeting. It was like a Zoom meeting with their beloved astrologist, Heidi Rose Robbins. I'm still processing it. It was worth every penny. I had been waiting months for it because her wait list is long. Maybe I'll talk about that another time because I really do need to like watch the recording again and like process some things, but amazing. Anyway, though, this movie um, really, you know, great for like the Gen X elder millennial crowd who, A, if you don't have kids like me, or if you want to watch with your kids, it's a great one. I'm recommending it to everyone. Um, Neil Patrick Harris is basically like, it's the framing device of telling his daughter about a Christmas in the 80s when he wanted a Nintendo. So really speaking to those of us who know what that feels like, and it's like neighborhood kids, there's like Christmas story vibes. Definitely certain parts are like truly feel like homage to it, but it's just, it's delightful. It's very funny. It's really well done. Super entertaining. I loved it. I watched it by myself, but I also can't wait to watch it with my nephews. So that's on HBO Max. The other is a decidedly non-holiday situation. This is Yellow Jackets. So I feel like I was like a little late to this. And my sister was so excited that she was watching something that I hadn't watched yet. So props to you, Amanda. But oh my God, this show. I've watched the first three episodes. I think there's four available. I have to figure out what night it comes on. Um, It's on Showtime, which I obviously have. But also if you have like... Showtime via your Hulu or anything like that. It's like Lord of the Flies and Lost and The Society and that show The Wilds I was really into on Amazon. I don't know if that's getting a second season. I know The Society on Netflix isn't, which is a bummer. But it's like flashing back and forth between 1996 and present day in the 1996 timeline, which again, the music is amazing. Like all the like cultural touchstones of that period speak to me deeply. Um, It's the state champion, like New Jersey girls soccer team is flying to nationals. They, the plane crashes and they were flying. Like one of the girls, like rich dads, like gets them a private plane. So the team is flying and they crash in the wilderness. And then you're going back and forth between seeing what happened on the Island And it's dark. Some really dark fucking shit happens on the island. And then like the women as grownups and how they're processing in the current timeline. Um, Like Melanie Linsky is in it. She's so amazing in everything. Juliette Lewis, um, Christina Ricci. I am so into this. Um, So yeah, there's like, it's like elements of like thriller and horror, but also like psychological, anthropological, like what happens when, you know you crash and you have to make your own kind of like world 
you're just kind of getting into that part in like the the early episodes and and I think it plays the two timelines really nicely listen we're going to discuss this in in more depth but like get on it because I feel like there needs to be like a whole episode about the show it's so well done I'm so obsessed with it um and I am not alone like it's getting like a ton like people are talking about this show um so yeah we'll talk about that more another time um obviously I have seen this Machine Gun Kelly and Pete Davidson, like Calvin Klein situation. Don't care. I get it. Like, good. Go whoever that's for. That's great. Um, I'm going to be like Meredith Marks on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and disengage. I'm going to disengage. But speaking of Salt Lake City, like that show is so good right now. I feel like I need to have Alyssa Shalaski come back and like talk Real Housewives again. Um, I mean, we're dealing with like the Jen Shaw, like getting arrested by the feds situation, but also why, for all of you who watch, why are these women so interested in being friends with Mary Cosby and her like weird culty church? She doesn't even make any sense. She doesn't make sense when she talks like I don't, she's unwell to me. Like she seems unwell to me in, in many, many ways and like not really like coherent most of the time I don't know I'm like fuck Lisa Barlow that's where I'm at with that um yeah like just nah nah to her but the show is so 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 entertaining um we also had another reality show split Raquel and James aka the self-dubbed white Kanye that's what he called himself for many seasons on the show of Vanderpump Rules are not engaged anymore. This is not shocking to literally anyone. Um, so Raquel's giant hands no longer have a ring on it. Um, I guess I, I there's like rumor that this kind of happens on the reunion. I don't know. It would be like, if that's true, vaguely the most interesting thing that happens on Vanderpump Rules right now, which I can bear. It's barely watchable. They should have at, we should have gotten rid of this show or gotten a whole new group of dum-dums. I've been saying this for years drunk 20 something dum-dums in LA like this show is so it's like practically unwatchable which is really sad because I used to love it so much like there was a section of, of my newsletter devoted to it every single week while it was airing for years um but yeah so I guess I don't really care why they broke up but that happened I mean I don't I hope he's not like you know, in a dark place again, because James has, you know, some severe substance abuse issues. Um, then we've got Tristan fucking Thompson out here with another kid, allegedly, allegedly another kid. This is Chloe Kardashian's, the father of her daughter. They go on and off, on and off because she gets back together with him. He cheats on her because this is what he does. He's an NBA player, a middling at best NBA player at this point. Apparently has now had a kid with another woman, maybe while he was back with Chloe at some point. Like, I don't understand why this guy can't either keep it in his pants or wrap it up. It's not that complicated, Tristan. It's not that complicated. Chloe, please do not go back to this man. Please, 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 please. Like, please. Um, yeah, those are those are the hot topics on my mind. Uh, as I'm recording this intro, but we do get into um, my friend Carolyn is on the podcast today and we do get into the 
most recent episodes of Succession. So like leading up to the we we recorded right after we the day after the Sunday night's episode. So there are some spoilers in there for like the past couple episodes. We have not seen the finale. So if you want to save this until after you've watched those episodes, great. We do also talk about the brilliant <laughs> New Yorker profile of Jeremy Strong, who plays Kendall Roy. Oh, boy. So I would, I mean, I highly recommend reading that um, ASAP if you haven't. And we also talk about SVU and Beyonce and fan fiction and concerts. And I, we are going to Heim together. And I have also procured tickets for the Hollywood Bowl, for Heim at the Hollywood Bowl in May. My touring days are not over, people. They're not over. But uh, we'll be right back with Carolyn McBain-Waldo. This week's guest and I basically fell in friendship love at first sight over a decade ago when my cousin and his now wife were visiting New York and invited their recently transplanted from San Francisco friend, who also happened to have spent part of her growing up in Indianapolis, to join us for some beers and college football watching. Carolyn McBain Waldo and I soon realized we had many, many, many things in common. And over the years, have had more wild nights and adventures than I can count in New York, L.A., New Orleans, Cleveland, Columbus, Indianapolis, and beyond. Perhaps our biggest difference is that she is very much a cat person, and I am most decidedly not. Though, the McBain sisters, Taylor Swift, Harry Styles' mom, are among the names on my cat people I will allow shortlist. But she is truly one of the kindest, smartest, most fun, best friends in my life, which makes for a very excellent partner in crime, especially at concerts, which is in a pre-pandemic time was one of our regular activities, especially if any members of the Knowles-Carter family are involved. And I'm very excited to get that tradition going again in 2022. We're already making plans for the just announced Heim tour in June. And if Beyonce and Jay-Z would like to you know, announce something, we would be very, very happy. We also share a passion for all things SVU, Maloney, Marishka, Mr. Ice-T, and so many other areas of pop culture, which we're going to discuss today. So please welcome one of my very nearest and dearest, Carolyn McBain-Waldo. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited you're here. This is my maiden voyage on a podcast. Oh, so yay. I'm, I'm going to need you as a guide today. Yeah. Oh, please. It's just like us having one of our like long conversations, either o over drinks or hung over the day after. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm and neither I hung over nor have I had 10 glasses of wine. I know. So we'll Me see how either. it goes. <laughs> like, what does that even look like? <laughs> Who am I? Who are us. you? Who are, what are we doing? Yeah, it's like 32 drinks deep in the East Village or like a hotel room in Cleveland after a Beyonce and Jay-Z show. Exactly. <laughs> Where I still think about the, the best... Um, gas station like uh store like rest stop food whatever like that one that we stopped at oh, where there was I just like the best <laughs> the best snacks I've ever seen it was like a huge it was like 
It was like the super target of like <laughs> off the highway. <laughs> like Being a resident of Ohio now, I make my husband stop there every time we're headed anywhere <laughs> at all points north. I'm like, wait, pop, go stop, stop. They have a Popeye's. <laughs> He's like, oh, my God, Carolyn, we're an hour away from the house. Like, relax. <laughs> it was so good. We were like, so good. we were like giddy. <laughs> we sat down and had a full meal there. I think we were there for like 45 minutes. But... Also, because I think our we're, our brains were operating slow. <laughs> exactly. Canned wine will do that to you. But... Yeah. <laughs> Canned wine and Beyonce will do that exactly. to you. Or, you know, you had the most epic bachelorette party in New Orleans. <laughs> I can't even. I was just talking about that with my sister who um is thinking about now not quite as is raging as the bachelorette slash 40th birthday party combining yeah. a 40th birthday slash baby shower. <laughs> and I was saying to her, Marie, I, I think you might be kind of um you know, selling yourself short, you know, we should maybe do this on two separate weekends. And she's like, Carolyn, you know, you combined your bachelorette party and your 40th birthday. I was like, yeah, but that was fun. You know? Yeah. That was cool more na- that's like a natural fit in a exactly. different way. I was like, well, let's go relax and, you know, go to a spa, you know, one weekend. And then the next weekend you have to deal with everybody, you know, giving you advice. But, um, yeah, that yeah. was quite a weekend from what that I was recall. A weekend. <laughs> I mean, well, I had to call the police. So. <laughs> it's collection. My what bag, else? my bag was stolen the first night and it was Mark Jacobs and I was insistent upon it was not marked by Mark. <laughs> not it was collection. Any. Exactly. I didn't find it Macy's. Um, yeah, oh, was- <laughs> God, that was a good time. Good you really times. rallied, though, I think, with the cr- the crime wave at the beginning of the trip. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, and I also, fun, fun, another fun fact, you can indeed fly without <laughs> photo ID issued by the government. You just have to get special permission. <laughs> and you have to go early. <laughs> Sadly, I've had multiple friends discover that. <laughs> So somehow, what, somehow I've avoided having to know that, but I've had multiple friends in my company um, discover that. So, <laughs> and um, though though I was not able to procure an alcoholic beverage at the New Orleans airport <laughs> after I had got through security, I was fine to board the plane, but they would not serve me alcohol like that's how they crack down it's <laughs> i was like i'm well over 21 like there's i think my skin is good but like we weren't kidding anybody that i was 20 also do you know what i've been doing the past 72 hours <laughs> yeah i mean why do you think i don't have my driver's license <laughs> exactly um well i mean this is here's a here's a segue for you bachelorette wedding your wedding was epic too that was amazing but um we are recording this on monday this will come out on thursday so last night there was a wedding festivities on succession a Mm. show we both enjoy um dark 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 festivities (laughs) the darkest (laughs) like got darker than even I anticipated. So wait, I like I guess I should say if you have not watched the penultimate episode of season 3 of Succession, there may be spoilers here. Um but we this is before the finale, so we haven't seen the finale. So 
fast forward a little bit if you don't want to hear this. But so, question for you. Do you think he's dead? No, I do not. I okay. So Succession overall, first I have to say that I just started watching Succession about a month ago. So I've had the treat of- Oh, Jesus. Like, You've been immersed. Engaging in this in like a month. So I had the flu, I think, about, I don't know, about four weeks ago. I'd gotten my booster and my flu shot in, you know, on a Friday afternoon yeah. and then got deathly sick on Monday. Probably unrelated, but if you're an anti-vaxxer, maybe you'll like, you know- Tell me as a story, but um, <laughs> but got sick, took me out. I could, you know, had to call in to work for a couple of days, but also allowed me to lay on the couch and watch Succession, which I am loving. So just got caught up. Um, perfect timing and yeah. um, darker and darker and darker. So yesterday Ooh. I caught up with the birthday episode, which oh my oh god. god. Well, we I haven't okay. So let's talk about it first because I haven't talked about it on here yet. I talked oh about it a little god. in the newsletter. I was nervous going in because I was like, <laughs> oh, just the way he'd been talking about it to like his team. So Ke for anyone, this is Kendall Roy's fortieth birthday party. Whew. Jeremy Strong's character, and I was nervous about the level of like secondhand embarrassment. And right. I un I wildly underestimated. <laughs> Wildly. And what I'm curious about is like, they're not really showing him doing a lot of cocaine now, but I know he has to be, right? I, it feels like he is off the wagon. Come, like, yeah, he must be. I mean, I mean they're like, go nut nut. Some, like, everything's yeah. like, go nut nut. I mean, yeah, because he was definitely drinking. Right. We see that, but I mean, all of those ideas feel like it, it feels like how movies got made in the 80s. <laughs> like that's what it feels like. It's like, so then there's going to be a Billy Joel song and then a crucifix. A cross, yeah, in a tuxedo. <laughs> and just, I mean, really something. An unlimited budget, right? It, like, this is literally Hollywood in the 80s. <laughs> and all of the concept rooms. I mean, I lost oh. track. I couldn't, if you asked me to like try to make a blueprint of what was going on at Hudson Yards in that party yeah. space, like I absolutely could not. Like, I mean, there was the wall of compliments. Oh my gosh. There was the, the office space with like all this fire screens, like the, the fire office on fire, the tree house, the tree the, house, um, which also is the VIP room, right? I yeah. don't even know the like general the gen pop like just the dance floor, the 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 tabloid fake uh oh yeah like <laughs> the fake the New York gallery Post yeah gallery like tabloid. <laughs> of like Roman dying in a jerking off accident, and <laughs> <laughs> which maybe you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of my friends I like because the Succession like Instagram account like posted those and so I like shared one in my stories and one of my friends was like spoiler alert please and I was like it's not real it's a prop from Kendall's birthday party but then I was like I don't know I mean I guess because the one I shared was the Roman one about the like, exactly. and I was like well I mean it's Roman so I don't know I guess exactly. that's a fair point <laughs> it absolutely could I mean it's just like you know I mean that whole and then it just got like art imitates life Oh, it got so dark. Like Roman went full sociopath on Ken. Mm -hmm. And I mean, also Shiv's dancing. 
<laughs> oh my god 2021 elaine bennis like, totally, <laughs> like like they should have a dance-off an elaine bennis chivroy dance-off oh my god and then i mean the kid what's his arriva his ex-wife rava and, yeah yeah rava and then the kids present i mean just oh, oh so i mean that show the way it just vacillates between very darkly comic to just like <gasps> gut-wrenchingly tragic. It's, it's so tragic. Oh my like God. and I laugh so hard and then it's just like Oof. this is so funny. It's so well written and it's so devastating. Yeah. Awful. So like this week was like so then it's like Ken ends the his party like wrapped up in a blanket with Naomi. <laughs> like you were like, this feels bad. This feels very bad. I watched that while writing my Christmas cards. My- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yours is on the way. <laughs> Thanks. I can't wait. <laughs> and I was like, oh, is this like a tender moment? She's kind of taking care of him. But I also feel like they just like definitely were coming down from cocaine. Also. Exactly. Like the way he tore up that present room, I was like, someone has Ooh. done bumps. Yeah. Something. Something's happening. Something is happening. So then we like go to their mother's wedding. So this the other thing about this show. It's like, oh, these people were fucked from the jump. Like their their father is obviously a monster, but their mother is a monster, monster as well. Well, I guess she's not Connor's mom; she's the other three's mom, right? Um, a monster, like which we knew from when they went to see her last this season. In perspective, you know how you you know, like you have complaints about your own family. And you're yeah. like, eh, whatever. <laughs> when like like devastating like. I mean, Kendall is a piece of shit, too, but you, like, root for him? I root for him. Oh, he is – I feel so bad for him. And I, yeah. he's a piece of shit. He's terrible. But it's, like, I mean, of the group. I used to be, like, yeah. kind of in Shiv's camp, but, whew, not mm. anymore. Whoa, especially after last night. She's <laughs> This whole season. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> between their conversations with Tom and her conversation with Jerry. Oh, my goodness. Like, because she's been on daddy's bad side. She is not getting a kiss from daddy this season. I know. And... She's really showing her true colors. It's really yeah, affected it was her. Like, she, it was like, oh, yeah, you were never a liberal. Like, you were just rebelling against your family. Exactly. Opportunist. Yeah, she's. they're all opportunists. But then, like, the conversation the mom has with her, she's just like, you're a shitty daughter. And, oh, yeah. Um, and this whole I was a fairy tale. <laughs> the fairy yeah. tale of, oh, this is what my mom did to me. No. Is not exactly, it's not exactly the truth, you know, so that's. And just... she's like, we should have, we should have gotten, you should have gotten dogs. And she's like, no, we couldn't have had dogs because basically your dad would kick them. But the kids are <laughs> fine. <laughs> okay. Oh, goodness. Um, And then, and then, well, also because Kendall arrives and she's like, can you only come to like half the things? Because like your dad, my terrible menacing ex-husband is here and he doesn't want to be around you so my son can you not come to some of the events right (laughs) okay and I don't know if I missed something leading up to it but was that a surprise that Logan was coming or is that the first time we knew that information or did I I think I think it is and I think it's like when she kind of is like oh it's bridezilla over here like her her new husband like wanted it to be fancy and stuff where he's she's like she's like look at him Fizzing over there like a cheap Prosecco. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. 
And then she's like, I know he's terrible. And I'm like, oh, it's family. It's family. It's, it's monstrous. Well, and then, I mean, it's like all the things going on. And then, like, Roman's going to see Alexander Skarsgård's terrible bro of a person. <laughs> Barely human. I mean. Barely human. His vampire character that he played on True Blood was more human than this person <laughs> that totally. he is playing. Also, he's so tall. And when they were like standing in the scene oh, together. I know, Roman. It's like up to his waist. <laughs> so tiny. Like he's just like, like Kieran Culkin just has so slight of like stature in every way. Like his bones are so small. <laughs> Like when he's got that really fitted button down shirts on that he wears, like, I'm like, you are so narrow. Like, I know. From every I, dimension. I could not love his wardrobe more, though, in this show. Oh, it's I, so good. Like, I think they're probably the size of like my child, my six year old child's clothes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I haven't been that size since like the like early to mid 80s. Right. Elementary school. <laughs> yeah. It's. <laughs> So, okay, so let's, so like that final scene, I kind of think he's dead. Oh, you do? I do. And I think part of me was swayed by the New Yorker story, which I read about five minutes before watching the episode. And I was like, is this like a final moment for him? Like, but then someone was like, but why would they drop the story like a week early if they know that he's going to be dead? And I'm like, I don't know, because it kind of felt like, I mean, the the way that his co-stars, the ones who would even go on the record, talk about him is not uh, flattering, I would say. <sighs> yeah, it's not <laughs> flattering. I have to say, I read it this morning after you texted me about it. I was like, oh, girl, I'm going to read this. Um, it is... I almost wish I hadn't read it because like I just mentioned my favorite it is my favorite character of the show. Yeah. And because it's like makes me feel all different ways about him. And yeah. The, the acting is phenomenal. It but is. I oh, do. Without I, a doubt. I have. I, I know you're this way too. And I have a couple exceptions. One is Kanye West about how like I, I really merge the real life and the yeah. art sometimes. And it's like sometimes when I know someone is a certain way in real life. And I mean, obviously there's the extremes, the Louis C.K.'s, et cetera, where it's like unforgivable. Right. But yes. then it's like I think someone's annoying in real life. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can't get with them on an on an artistic level. And yeah. it's like <laughs> when I read this piece about Jeremy Strong. I'm like, when people take themselves so seriously, seriously. sometimes it's just (laughs) difficult for me to get over. And it's, you know, whatever. It takes all kinds. And I'm trying to, as a, you know, a a woman of a certain age, try to be more at peace with that and, you know, (laughs) let people be themselves. And I'll be such a judgmental bitch, basically. But I know, um, I try. Holy smokes. Like, whoo. Like, well, because you know, like I'd that heard... would be very difficult to be in the same room with. Can you imagine sitting next to him at a dinner party? Oh I'm... my gosh! Oh my God! Like the way Kieran is like. Well, what I can tell you is his process doesn't work for me. <laughs> and Brian Cox is basically like, I think this motherfucker should chill the fuck out. <laughs> like in not in like much more elevated and like you know language. He's like, um. 
And I was like, the, I was like, well, Sarah Snook didn't even talk, right? Uh, and what was and the I was like, does quote? she hate? <laughs> does she hate him? So, or the one where because Kieran tells the story of like he. Because he's like, yeah, we improv and stuff, but his he always brings stuff that it seems like he's written and like rehearsed. And he was doing some monologue over and over again. And then he's like, so then Snook, because of course, Kieran Culkin calls her Snook, because like, of course he does. That totally mm-hmm. makes sense. And he's like, and then Snook just as Shiv is just like, Kendall, shut up. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. <laughs> he like took her method, his method brought her method. There was some quote in the article from some other actor, not somebody in the show. And I can't remember who it is, but it was it was referring some other method actor saying, have you ever tried just acting? <laughs> oh, I think it was Brian Cox quoting like Laurence Olivier. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, so, but you feel bad because it's just like, I mean, he has truly worked his whole life for something like this and you know it's yeah. like it is great to see someone so dedicated to their goals but and i enjoy the final output immensely yeah. but oh man Ooh. it is just like a lot reading that it's article kind of it, it was almost as upsetting as the 40th birthday party <laughs> Because I'm like, oh, God, this is how he lives his life. And then at one point, the writer was like, I didn't know if I was talking to an actor playing Kendall Roy or a character pretending to be Jeremy Strong. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Right. It's a lot. And but you also like from a just reading like a piece of journalism like that, you don't get that kind of profile very often anymore Mm -hmm. about people in Hollywood. Like everyone's so. Every, the the transactional nature of like the relationship between entertainment and actor and everyone's so public, you know, like media trained. Yeah, and it's like a polished. And, exactly. It's yeah, you don't really get this that often anymore. And I'm like, we need these, and we kind of mm-hmm. need guys like like I, I'm. I was fascinated. The piece is so compelling. It's in the New Yorker. Everyone should read it if you haven't read it. Whether you watch this show or not, I think you'll just be like, what. Is huh. happening here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so totally enjoyed well, it and it sheds a little more light a different layer on the show as well. So Oh, it sure does. It sure does. Anyway, the show is so good. Well, let's okay, transition to a person who does only shows us what she wants to, us to see at all times. Guarded. Our beloved Beyonce. Oh God. I just really need some more from her this year, honestly. <laughs> right? <laughs> like when I'm down in the dumps, all I need is a Beyonce concert. So I'm really hoping there's an announcement for 2022. Um, and that's yeah. really, <laughs> I've, I've that, I mean, the, it's... Um, I would say one of my biggest regrets uh, that I can think of at this point, especially in light of COVID and the last almost two years of our lives is like, why did we think we were too old to just go to Coachella? I mean, why the fuck weren't we at <laughs> Beachella? Like right. what? the fuck were we doing like i think the pre pre covid i was experiencing this like personal arc of oh i'm a you know i'm a woman of a certain age in my 40s i'm a mom i'm a professional i'm a this i'm a that and it's time to kind of let some of the 
these things go. And after Mm-mm. like two years of just Mm-mm. this like austere lifestyle, I'm like ready to just dive back into everything. Like, oh, what yeah. on earth were we doing? So that's. I was at my college reunion. So like fair, I was at my college reunion. We should have been at Beyonce. We should have. We should have been. Yeah. I don't know what the heck I was doing. I, I, but anyway, but I it? remember getting back from like being out and it was late because I was on it was in North Carolina. I a thousand percent remember this. <laughs> like, and then I, I and then I just like, like streaming yeah. pieces of it. Yes. I was streaming pieces of it like in drunk in my hotel room by myself <laughs> at like two in the morning. Totally. Like watching Beyonce's Coachella performance. Right. I was doing exactly the same thing in my living room. Like, what on earth? We so, made a terrible mistake. Terrible we have, mistake. We will not make that mistake again. I mean, I, I'm like a thousand percent fully, not. I'm fully a Band-Aid now. I'm like abandoning all, I've been like, I've abandoned all hope of being an actual grown up in many ways. So who I'm cares? I'm just ready to like just, do whatever. I will live. do anything weird. Like, do yes. you know what I did this weekend? <laughs> Like what? Tell me. I well, it was my husband's fiftieth birthday, but I went to see Trans Siberian Orchestra. Like this is how desperate I am to I go to see it. a concert. I love it. <laughs> and like I'm like whatever. Um, it was so weird, but that's how desperate <laughs> I am to go see a concert. <laughs> it's like it was like half kind of hilarious hair metal holiday music like tenacious (laughs) d-esque and then veered into really weird religious territory that we were not expecting oh (laughs) oh yeah which is not your vibe Uh, vibe. no 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 not our vibe at all (laughs) that is not your vibe (laughs) or my vibe (laughs) no lily was like is this about god (laughs) um (laughs) so that's I'm going to see Genesis on Wednesday. Like these are the things okay. I'm going to at this point. So. I am so jealous that you're going to see Genesis. You know what has been like was on my top song. Like it wasn't in my top five, but like you know, like my Spotify Wrapped. Like the the it makes a playlist of like your top hundred songs or whatever. Um, that I I've listened to a lot in 2021. Um, follow you, follow me, Genesis. It's a banger of a song, Amazing. but I don't know why I got so into it this year. I was like, you know, and every day is such a lovely day to spend alone with you. Will you follow you? Will you? I mean, listen to it enough that it is in the heavy rotation. <laughs> I am so going to check and see if that's on the um, on the set list. I mean, I I mean, I love the song, but I'm like, why did it come back? I must have it like it's like uh, obviously in my like liked songs or whatever. And it right. just I heard it and then I got reattached like- to it and just kept listening to it over and over again and like put it on playlists and stuff. But like, OK, all right, we're doing this. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Where is it? Is it at that? Well, no, I guess that place was outside where we saw. No, Lizzo. it's at. It's like where that hockey team plays here. Oh, at, okay. Um, um, what's it called? Nationwide Arena. Oh, nice. Yeah, so. I love that place where we saw Lizzo, though. That was fun. Oh yeah, that's great. It's actually right across the street from that. It's just the indoor arena. Okay. Well, so. that's where because I feel like because like I was like when we went to that, it's kind of like White River here, and that's where mm-hmm. Heim is going to be. Oh, so. so excited about that. Oh yeah, because I texted Carolyn this morning because <laughs> Heim announced their tour, which I knew was coming because they kept saying we have a big announcement. I'm like, they're going to announce tour, and I was like, I hope they come to Indy. But otherwise, I'll go somewhere else to see them, whatever. And then I was like, Indianapolis. And then I'm like, Carolyn. And she's like, great, I'll do it. 
which oh, is it's the practically best. walkable from your house. Yeah, it totally is. It's yeah. amazing. Amazing. Um, I can't wait. So those go on sale tomorrow. And Olivia Rodrigo announced a tour too. Speaking of me being a teenager, <laughs> I'm gonna have to pass on that one. <laughs> I know. I was like, I don't think Carolyn's gonna go to that with me, but someone will. <laughs> I'll convince someone oh, to go man. with me. And then because it'll also be like all the women there who are our age will be like with their daughters who are teenagers. And I'll I just know. be like, nope, no kids here, baby. Because it's also, oh, Gracie Abrams, who's my new also obsession, is opening for some of the dates. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, God, I'm writing it down. You're my like, you're my Sherpa and guide on this. Um, But yeah, Beyonce, we got it. Come on. I know she's got she's been cooking up some stuff over there she's like at the, at the manse. I mean, outside of Ivy Park, there's got to be more going on over there. Absolutely. Well, she did that. She did that song for the the Richard Williams movie. Which was OK. It's not her fine. best work. It's not, not her best you know, work. it's it's not her best work. But I mean, we love so like we love Beyonce. We've seen Beyonce together. We've seen we went to watch The Throne together. Was I was the just best. talking about that with Mike. Mike, my husband, is a, a big hater of Kanye West. Um, yes. But I, he's No, he's he is one. a Swifty. He's a Swifty. <laughs> oh, big time Swifty. I love and it now, so much. Oh, and now. He loves metal and like Taylor Swift. Metal and, and Taylor the Swift. Best. Which now is translated to our daughter. Um, yes. I will tell you that um, Taylor Swift got a name drop in the Mac News, which is my. Um, my family's um christmas newsletter uh-huh. like my parents <laughs> yeah have a, a christmas newsletter that we all have to contribute articles to yeah sure sure um but lily's been playing started playing piano and is really into taylor swift and we're just like kind of letting her run with it but Love it. she's she's not into like the um the early taylor swift she's into the more mature taylor swift and oh. asks well, a she's, lot. she's an old soul she is an old lily's soul, an old soul. <laughs> she asks a lot of questions about um boys and dating and why people are mean <laughs> to each other <laughs> Her favorite bot. Her favorite song is "No Body, No Crime." Um, I mean, which is Heim, which is Heim, which is Heim. Yes. So, got a lot of explaining to do to her. She's a friend of mine. Exactly. So, um, it gets really. I love. She's like. She, well, also, we do love true crime. So we love it's true really, crime. It's like true crime meets Taylor Swift and Heim all together in a song. So Lily is really just speaking our language. Oh, exactly. And then, um, she she can she can instantly identify like for scrolling through the radio, she can instantly identify like a Taylor Swift song. Um, mm, she caught like the la- the last few notes of All Too Well the other day, and she's like, "Stop." <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh my baby. God. So you two will have a lot to talk about. I can't and, wait till I see her next time. I'm a bit of a convert. You know, I was not an early I know. adopter. I'm not an early adopter, but I am a convert myself. I have no choice in this household. So yeah, you got to just roll with it. No, 100%. Um, well, yeah. And then, you know, Kanye, complicated relationship we have with him. Oh, know? very much so. I was, you know, basically. But watch the throne time was great. <laughs> It was amazing. But then, you know, the the, the Trump years really led to some yeah. very complicated feelings about Mr. Kanye yeah. West. Um, yeah. But I'm not ready to well, forgive, we- <laughs> but I'm ready to forget. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, we were we were on our group text with Marie and Kevin the other day, just throwing out some old easy lyrics because I was like, <laughs> oh, it was the it was from Monster. It was a. Uh, 
Have you ever had sex with a pharaoh? Put the pussy in her sarcophagus. sarcophagus. <laughs> <laughs> now she's claiming that I bruised her esophagus. Like, come on. That's so good. That's really good. It's so good. Why'd you have to fucking get with Donald Trump, dude? I know. I know. I just and I mean, it. obviously, I have residual feelings about the whole Taylor situation, but like, of course. Um, uh, but like the Trump part was a lot deeper than that. <laughs> so. uh, I mean, he is a mentally ill person. Yes. Um, yes. So, you know, and I'm not going to let that exclude excuse fly for, you know, a lot of people. Yeah. But for him and his certain transgressions, I'm going to I'll let it I'll let it fly. So I know. I know. God, that was a good concert. Because also I got to see them both perform twice that week because I also went to the Victoria's Secret fashion show that week and they performed and like B came and sat in the front row like last minute at the VS fashion show. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm seeing them twice in one week. I miss New York. Um, Oh, God. Speak. You brought up iced tea earlier. I I always think about um, when Kevin and I, who just mentioned, saw Prince. That's one of the. Uh, Multiple times I met Ice T um, <laughs> in New York. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Was it was the show that Kim Kardashian got up on stage and Prince kicked her off because she was such a bad dancer. Yes. And um, as we were leaving, the <laughs> I show, mean, an amazing, amazing cultural reset moment that amazing. you were present for. <laughs> amazing. Um, but as we were leaving, um, up the aisle come Coco and Ice T, and I'm oh. of course thrown into like a panic. <laughs> Kevin, take my phone. Take my phone. <laughs> And to have it, I got another picture with Ice-T, um, which, you know, to add to my collection. I mean, Somehow I never collection. saw, yeah, ne- somehow I never saw any of the other um, SVU cast in New York. I've been living there for, what, five, six years? But Ice-T and I really had a knack for You and Ice-T had other. like a, yeah. yeah, you have like a bond that, yeah. like, <laughs> a, like psychic bond. I know. I know it's weird. It's I like... You would like see them shooting. I mean, and I live there even longer, but it's not like I wouldn't really see like Mariska running around. Mm-hmm. You'd think I would, you know, because yeah. we both love SVU very deeply, very deeply. They're back next week. I was disappointed. Oh, I thought um, I thought, I thought, we it came, it. <laughs> I thought it came back this week and I Same. and I like to watch it live. So I was rushing around, kind of, you know, picking up the kitchen, getting, you know, whatever, just kind of getting ready to get settled in for the night. And I turn it on and it's the live version of Annie. <laughs> So disappointed. It's a very different energy happening. Very different energy. It's like bald cap Harry Connick Jr. Exactly. <laughs> oh well. You're like, I was expecting, is this gonna be the episode when they do it? Like yeah, what's exactly. happening? Because <laughs> you guys, we I think after all these years, like Benson and Stabler are finally gonna fuck. Oh, they have to. I <laughs> they mean, have to. but then it's like I, I will also say about that, I have somehow never started reading SVU fanfic, which it's like, once I open that door, it's like, I may not be able to hold down a job. (laughs) Carolyn, you know, I mean, it's weird that I haven't either, because you know I have some very deep fanfic phases, and I get lost in it. Because mine originally started in the early aughts. Right. Alias fanfic. (laughs) But there's, you know, two decades worth of it out there. Yes. Yes. 
Oh, I, I can't. Yeah. Well, because I mean, also I, the, you. I mean, because you, you and I both would like like some really dirty ones. Oh, disgusting! <laughs> I mean, I can't believe it like, hasn't somehow <laughs> become a movie a la Twilight. Like, it's, yeah, like you know, like after and Twilight, like Fifty Shades or like Fifty Shades. Yeah, it's like hasn't somehow translated into. Well, do you? I'll I'll confess something, and that people know. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but some friends know because I went through a real Twilight fanfic phase. Oh, I I remember that. Remember when, but I was, I was reading what became 50 shades in real time on fanfiction.net when it was called master of the universe. And it was a twilight fanfic and I was reading it in real time updates. And so when people, when I started to hear talk of some, you know, like it was like this woman I worked with at Marie Claire and she was like in the marketing department and she was like, she was like around our age, you know, and she was like, have you heard like people talking about this like sexy book like da 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 and she starts telling me the plot and I was like well this sounds very <laughs> like what are you talking about I was like huh and then so I like downloaded it on my like kindle or whatever and uh read it and I was like oh yes this is the story that I have already read they have just changed all the names it's just Christian and Anna instead of Edward and Bella and like Jose instead of Jacob <laughs> and then you know I obviously have read an enormous amount of Harry Styles fan fiction but yeah like SVU it's weird that I haven't had an SVU phase I do follow a couple Twitter accounts that are essentially fanfic um uh-huh. and, like basically just talk about them fucking but um <laughs> but I haven't gotten into like the real fanfic. Um I, I bet say, there's some really good ones. I bet Do you know do you know that I have only seen Twilight 2? I never got into Twilight. And Wait, you've like, only seen the second movie? Yes, and how it it's happened. It's the worst movie. Well, how it happened was <laughs> it was when I lived in New York and it was like a million degrees in the summer. Yes. And yeah. my apartment, like I had one little window, you know, air conditioner. My apartment was so fucking hot that I was like, I'm going to the movies all day. Like, yeah. I'm paying my $15. That's I'm what you got to do. There. I'm just watching movies all day. So I go in and it's like, I'm just watching whatever's playing. And I go in and twilight too and so i'm sitting there with my like you know giant tub of popcorn my giant diet coke and i'm just sitting there you know enjoying the cool waiting for it to start and this girl next to me is like hey i haven't seen the first one like do i need to know anything and i was like girl i'm only here because it's so fucking hot out and she's like me too (laughs) that's the only one i saw it's like the it's my least favorite one too because it has the least it has the least Edward in it because he's like away for half of it like there's too much Jacob in it for me I can't believe Um, I didn't go back and watch the first one because I thoroughly enjoyed it I'm like it was one of those things where I think because I didn't read the books I didn't start watching the movies and then yeah it's just Oh, I was like, I was like, read all the books saw the movies opening night or if I was working in like (laughs) magazines went to like a screening you know got into a screening and then would go home and like get on hop, hop on fanfiction.net <laughs> take it further take it <laughs> i love that for you um yeah and like that was really in earlier days before like now it's like mostly like uh archive of our own and wattpad is where the action is or ao3 wattpad and ao3 oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm such a fucking loser. <laughs> but actually, so many very smart women that I know read fanfic and some of them will tell you about it and some of them will not and some people will people will tell me because I'm a safe space because they know that I do <laughs> oh there is nothing wrong with it I know it is like yeah. something that is very easy to mock even for people that do it because I also know other people that read it yeah and it's it's kind of funny you know because yeah, of the ridiculousness of it all but yeah. oh yeah uh, and there's also some there's good very writers smart on there that write it yeah yeah there's some like good it's like there's some good romance writers on there um, but yeah, so I mean, hopefully our fanfic dreams will be coming true soon. Like, I feel like there was a clip where they like touch Benson and Stable, like touch, like caress hands in the car or something. Yeah, like, a it's little coming. too long. It's coming. Mm-hmm. You know? I know? Can we transition this to HBO Max or something? Or <laughs> <laughs> we can get a little more skin. So like, yeah, like not like NBC at 9 p.m. Exactly. We've already seen Stabler's butt. Like, I need more now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And I mean, we know he'll go, Maloney will go there as an actor. If he oh, a thousand percent. <laughs> okay, here's my one, like, th- I have not really aired this, but I- Mariska's whisper acting is getting a little out of control for me. Like, everything is like the whisper acting. And I'm like, we got to dial this back. But who am I to, you know, she's been doing this character for 20 years. Who am I to I say? guess. I'm wondering if her voice is getting weird. Or, Maybe. like, different because of menopause or something. Because you know how sometimes your, like, voice changes a little bit? Yeah, hormonally I don't know. speaking. I'm wondering if that, there's, just is, like, there's something like, going on with that. That's an interesting call. I hadn't thought of that. Okay. That's what I'm going to do in my head with it. Because it does irk me. And I'm like, I don't want to mm-hmm. get mad at Olivia Benson. Oh, oh my gosh. I don't want to have Ill, Ill feelings. <laughs> don't you dare. I couldn't. I could never. She is a goddess. I mean, how uh, much money is and also I'm obsessed with her and real life husband too, Peter Herman. Love him. Oh my gosh. What a fox, too. I mean, what a really. fox. Like he's so Did fox. you watch Younger? No. Oh, because he's like a he's like a leading character on Younger. Okay. I'm putting that in. I just Sutton got Foster, to know him which is as a, a as a defense as, lawyer, honestly. As a, yeah, a defense lawyer. <laughs> and I love when he pops back up. I'm like, hi. But yeah, he had his like own show going. And so they shot Younger in New York too. Um and he's very handsome on Younger. Oh, he's very so handsome. handsome. They're a very good looking couple. But she's oh, like, so I mean, what is she's in her fifties now? Yeah, I want to say. Yeah, she's gonna be. I mean, she wasn't 17 when they started the show, you know? <laughs> exactly. Like she was a proper grown-up even then. I can't, it's just like such a safety net for me, that show. And I know for so many people this is not a hot take, but like it is just the place where I can go to like lessen my anxiety. It just like feels like a, it feels like my blankie and I don't care if it's dark. I don't care if I've seen the episode 30 times, just having it on. I just, I feel comforted. We've been through many, you know, many people have been with us the whole, like the whole time, but like others have come and gone. Some were better than others, you know, different ADAs, whatever, but it's just like, God bless this show for being in our lives for two decades. Oh, it's such a great show. And some people, including a grown man that I live with, um, doesn't <laughs> quite understand. He's like, God, every time I walk down here, you're watching all this depressing <laughs> shit, all this rape and murder. And oh, my God. But I read a take on it. And again, this is not a hot take. This is not new news. But it's I think as women, like one of the theories of why it's so popular is that it's like 
well, at least someone cares on this show. And you yeah. know, it's a kind of a sad state, you know, sad statement on real life. But it's like, you know, everything doesn't always work out, but it's yeah, like but at try. least there's like a dedicated force in the SVU <laughs> that like kind of gives a shit. So it's it's very comforting. And it's like the salve of okay. Yes, you know. it's so, so true. Because like she wants to get those rape kits tested. Those exactly. She wants that backlog taken care of. <laughs> and as I keep talking about in real life as well. So. Yes, she does. Because <laughs> she is an angel. Um, an angel among, uh, yes, among humans. Do you have like a favorite episode? Do you have like a go-to episode? <laughs> I like, I don't know the name of it. There's an episode yeah. where um, someone is killed, a woman, a young woman is killed by a tiger um, in a rapper's apartment. The rapper's in oh my God. money. <laughs> <laughs> they uncover a um an exotic animal ring. Yes. Um, and then Stabler or er, goes, goes undercover, undercover. <laughs> as like a airport guy, um yes. a, a customs agent. And then at some point um Benson is posing as like a a prostitute or a sex worker um with Stabler. Um Yes. Because and then at the very end, they capture some very rare monkeys coming into the country in a basketball. And then Captain Kragen <laughs> lets the monkey out of the basketball and the monkey comes up and hugs him. And <laughs> it's basically my favorite moment in television. Like, I can't even tell you how many times I have taken a picture of that happening on my phone or my sister has, or other friends of mine have, and sent it back and forth to each other. <laughs> so that is my favorite episode. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good! It's I so good. I was I had forgotten about them. <laughs> it's incredible. I mean, now it'll probably that episode will probably be on this week. Hopefully, just my, check USA my weird powers. <laughs> my weird powers. Now that we've talked about it, it'll be on like Ion or whatever, right? <laughs> Because also people are like, those shows are like streaming places. I'm like, I don't want to stream. I want to happen upon it on my terrestrial cable that I still have. Exactly. And I want to happen upon it and be like, ooh, this one. You know, like I do enjoy also the one. Um, I mean, there's so many, right? Like so many. But the one where Jennifer Love Hewitt like keeps getting reattacked by the same dude. And then like people think she's crazy, but like yes. not Olivia Benson. Yeah. Oh, believe women. I mean, believe she, women. Yeah. She's like a completely early adopter on that front. Yes. So. Yes. Yes. That one. And then I, also that one, you, it made me think of when you said Captain Cragen, when like he's getting embroiled in that, like the, the rival like madams and like sex rings. And then they're like <sighs> taking down officials and like they try to like frame Captain Cragen with like a dead hooker in his bed. Yes, a sex worker. Yes, my apologies. A like, yes. sex worker in his bed. Yes. yes. Yeah. And, and it was, was like a multi-part. It was like a multi-episode arc, you Ugh, know, because we don't so we don't good. often have a ton of those. But, you know, they're bringing back OG Law and Order. <gasps> no, I did not. That was a tentpole. Like, I don't know why the heck they NBC did away with that. I think it was a terrible, I, terrible decision. I don't know. And because it's not like they're not in the Dick Wolf business in the biggest way. Like all those Chicago <laughs> <Right>. shows. <laughs> exactly. 
which I did used to watch Chicago Med, but I have finally stopped. And I watched Chicago Fire for a while because my friend Rachel was on it for a season. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, I'll watch it. I only um, watch it when there's an SVU crossover episode. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> but it doesn't pull me in. I, I no. just watch the crossover and get out. Yeah, because I will. That's what I do. But, I'll, you know, Grey's Anatomy tries to pull that shit with me and Station 19. And I'm like, <laughs> and I, I used to, I used to like watch the Station 19 episode and then, you know, to the crossover. But like the way they do the crossover, you almost don't even have to watch it. So it's not like the it's not like the Chicago Law and Order ones where you really are following the case. Like mm-hmm. you have city to see to both parts. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, you when you when like Sophia Bush was coming to New York, like of course we gotta watch. <laughs> uh but yeah, I was like, no, we're not doing this anymore. I'm not watching Station 19. I'm not gonna do it. It's not gonna happen. But yeah, the Chicago I finally did stop watching Chicago Med because I was like, what am I doing? doing why (laughs) I don't even like this (laughs) I mean I love a hospital procedural but like at the same time I was like I don't even like any of these characters like what am I doing here and so I finally was like oh right you can just not watch it you could not watch it because for a while I was still on series record and I was like (laughs) I gotta stop like this is the problem it's like when I finally quit watching The Walking Dead because I was so mad at it every week oh god we had to stop too I had just I stopped a few years ago and it was really a relief like truly a relief (laughs) whenever I think of The Walking Dead though I think of a couple years ago god maybe seven or eight years ago even we were um our living room in our old house which you've been to is in the front and you could see our tv out of the front window and on trick-or-treat night we were watching the walking dead and this little girl who's like five or six comes up to trick-or-treat she goes are you watching the walking dead (laughs) like yeah she goes i've seen that episode it's good (laughs) who are these parents like what is happening what is going on like show is so dark <laughs> so violent. so bleak it's so violent and bleak exactly it's like all right take a couple extra candy bars <laughs> eat your feelings baby <laughs> all right lordy wait so have you been watching like do you guys watch like holiday fair um here and there i have to say i'm not like i said i was watching succession while working on my holiday cards um yeah i'm a little bit more like i have a couple things that i like to put in the rotation but my family's a little bit more holiday oriented than i am um yeah i didn't know how much shit got turned out every single year until i had a kid and i'm like holy shit but i'm pretty much i keep it clean like mariah (laughs) carey yeah Last Christmas, I am, I'm sorry to tell you this, I am a purist wham person. Mike and I do argue about the Taylor Swift version um, because that is his preferred version. Oh, um, I prefer wham. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Mike is all in on the T-Swift. It's Harry I mean, does a cover of um, simply having a wonderful, wonderful Christmas, Christmas time. Paul McCartney, <laughs> which I love. I love the OG, the Paul, but uh-huh. um, I do love the cover as well. Yeah. Um, but Mariah wins. Mariah, she's my always. Christmas queen. Um, my family, and this is prior to any of my sisters and I getting married, we used to always watch Love Actually one night when we were all home for Christmas. Um, yeah. Which I know the movies, like a lot of people think the movie's trash. Um, yeah. I'm I don't even care. Powerless I, against Hugh Grant. Like, I don't give a shit. I love the man. Same. Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> love him. Sorry. Like, it's like he came along at this point in my sexual development, like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, I'm just powerless. So, oh, I'm I powerless against him. Like, he, yeah, he was right there. We were right in that sweet spot where, <laughs> exactly. where his massive fame. And so then it was like never going to leave us. Like, I exactly. remember going to the movie theater on opening night to see nine months. Do you remember that movie with Julianne Moore? hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. Like, I'm like, I've seen that movie probably like eight times. Like, why? Because Hugh Grant, we imprinted on Hugh Grant. Exactly. <laughs> um, his foppish hair and like, oh you know. Oh, my God. And then all that. What was he? Rema- was he in Remains of the Day? And, oh, yeah. Oh, God. I dated this like gay guy my freshman year of college <laughs> who also loved Hugh Grant. So like I watched like every British Hugh Grant movie. There you go. <laughs> without really realizing I was dating a gay guy. So, yeah. All you know. about Hugh Grant. <laughs> we all just come through our process in different ways. Exactly. But just like, I mean, he was so famous too to like younger oh, people. Yeah. Like he was. They some, don't understand. Yeah, he was. He like, was so massive. He was not niche. Like he was a huge movie star. Huge. And then like yeah. the scandal and the things and he was dating Elizabeth Hurley. And, you know, I mean, it was a he was a big effing deal. Well, like, and like the scandal that he was so cute and charming that he could just be like <laughs> and flip his hair and like. Yeah. Everybody and we were okay all like, hey. <laughs> we were like, fine. <laughs> Problematic. What? No, we're fine. <laughs> we're fine with that. Whatever. <laughs> it was a different time. It was a um, different time. And we really were like burgeoning, sexually aware humans who were like, hmm, this is interesting. <laughs> I, like, I like what's eye. happening here. Exactly. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> he was just like, not what, like how boys acted in the Midwest. <laughs> like I've never seen him in a flannel shirt you know so well and as Taylor Swift you know I love a London boy as Taylor Swift would say 100% (laughs) I can always bring it back somehow um well Uh, gosh okay so that yeah like holiday like love actually I don't care I enjoy it I am entertained I don't think it's like a great movie but I am highly entertained that's all I need I'm not like and that has walking dead walking dead boy in that (laughs) a hundred yes and I always forget about until the very end I always forget that Denise Richards is in it which is oh yeah another of my favorite movies wild things oh wild things (laughs) I watched wild things not that long ago. It was Oh, on, I like, like it's so I watch good. it like annually. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so good. <laughs> huge fan. Um a huge we watched fan. some of huge Elf fan. last night, which like that holds up to me. Like holds up. It, Absolutely. I'm like I'm all about Will Ferrell. Like it's like unproblematic, nice guy. He makes me laugh. It makes so me hard. laugh. Like it's wonderful. Um I, Christmas vacation holds up yeah. to me. Like, love it. Um, even though we know Chevy Chase is kind of a dick, but whatever. Yeah, it's um, fine. Clark was Clark forever, you know. Oh, one of the best characters I think of our lifetime. I mean, I I will watch European Vacation. Like, oh, a anytime. thousand percent. The pig in a power. Dad, I think he's gonna pork her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the whole it. It, the Italy montage after they go shopping, <laughs> so good. Oh, love it. Yeah, love but it so much. Don't seek out new content. Like the and again. Everybody, like, let everybody have their thing, what makes them happy. But, like, I don't get excited about, like, Hallmark movies or any of that stuff. Like, that's just not my jam. I want the old classics that make me feel a certain way. And, like, that's it. That's perfect. 
Yeah. Well, as much as I would love to keep you on the phone for a hundred more hours, that's a perfect place. We left some people with some holiday cheer. Oh yeah. Um, thank you so much for coming on. You'll have to come back because I feel like we've only scratched the mere surface of things that we like to talk about. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Um, I made some notes coming in, but you know, obviously we came in a little bit raw. No plans. I love it. Yeah, it's just chaos, chaotic energy is what I'm bringing to the universe. <laughs> you and me, you and me both. So it's all good. <laughs> we work, we work, we work. Um, all right, thanks, Carolyn. I'll be right back. Thank you so much to Carolyn for coming on. As you can tell, we have an absolutely terrible time when we're together. Just no laughter involved at all. And thank you to all of you for listening. If you are so inclined and want to rate and review on Apple Podcasts, that's always very helpful. Or if you listen elsewhere and just share with a friend that you think might like the show, that's wonderful too. And if not, that's cool. It's all good. It's all good. If you would like more We Have Notes, there is a weekly newsletter. You can subscribe for free at wehavenotes.substack.com. That comes out on Fridays. I am on Instagram at Abby Seagardner. We Have Notes is just at We Have Notes. It's also at We Have Notes on TikTok. And I am at Abby Gardner on Twitter. And until next week, let me know what you think about the end of the most recent episode of Succession, if you watch. I want to know what your take on it is, or at least until Sunday when we find out if anybody's takes were correct. There's my non-spoilery spoilery way of asking the question. I am now on the record with what I think, so DM me, tweet me, write me back at the at Substack, I want to know what you think. Until then, until we get answers, I hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.